This is therapy session three, and it is July 25th, 2022. We're on the farm right now. A couple days before we go to Vegas and Arizona. <laughs> Been about a month since uh, a little more than a month since uh, being attacked by three gunmen. Things are starting to now. Well, I want to say this first. Like, I feel like in uh, the conversation I had with Kat Kennedy, just like a day after, um, I feel like I was a little ignorant in some of the things I said as far as, like, uh, the police and my interactions with the police or experience and how there's, like, an ineptitude. Um, like, they, they were more interested in paperwork than people. The more I, like, zoom out from it and look at statistics and just, like, remove myself from it and look at it more objectively, the two experiences in which I I needed police, it had to do with material possessions. Um, And while those possessions, you know, were of value to me, it makes sense that that cops wouldn't care about it because it's like, of all the things that they would have to deal with, they're not worried about someone's someone's electronics, you know? Um, Whereas I think in the moment, you know, I I was like, you know, I wanted them to do all that they could. Like, put all their energy and resources into finding this stuff. Um, But I just, I I don't think that's really necessary and I don't think it should be, it's probably not what the priority should be with police. Um, This stuff continues to happen. And so I'm, I'm thinking more in terms of like collaborating on a community level of like how to uh, prevent, but like work more together so that we, we don't have to utilize the police as much. Like understand what they need to especially be working on and focused on. And then how can we together as a community pool together our resources and minds together to like create different solutions. Um, So I want to say that, you know, like I think it's important to take a look at like what you say and just like always be improving, always be expanding your perspective. And so that's one thing. Overall, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, You know, a a lot of um, the few weeks afterwards, you know, more immediately was like just taking a step back and processing what happened and what steps to take next and actions. And so I've been doing those and and uh, every day is the Super Bowl, baby, like we are now, there's an urgency to 
not that there wasn't before, but I mean, um, to be honest, I, I feel like I, I felt like I was becoming complacent in a way where I was just getting so bored. I was training the last four years, my mind and my skills and have all this ability, but not really having an outlet or really, or having an outlet for sure. But like, how do we, how do we like realize this vision? And I think uh, something like this created the opportunity of the urgency and the immediacy of let's go do it now. What do we have to do today? What do we have to do tomorrow? Okay, let's do those things. And I'm starting to see the results of that. Within uh, this time, I've read two books, two biographies. One was Bill Belichick. And the other one was uh, Bob Dylan. Very interesting. And I've learned already from both of them. Now, when I read, I, it's like information. I'm absorbing information. I'm learning from other people, especially biographies. I'm learning from their lives. What did they do? What actions did they take? What... What was their perspective and background and how did it influence them? And uh, yeah, the Bob Dylan one, I already implemented at least two, two big things that <laughs> I took away from it. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, before this, this last weekend, I wasn't really looking forward to this trip coming up to Vegas and Arizona. But the more I, I think deeper on it, it, you know, it's a close friend of mine, a bachelor party. See, I just always want to be working. <laughs> I always just want to just like, uh, but I'll still be working while I'm there. That's for sure. Um, my mind never really shuts off. But I received a criticism or like feedback from someone that I need to turn off my mind sometimes. She told me I need to find some hobbies. And this is, this is where I'm confused. Because every day, every day is kind of like a, a working vacation for me. Where I'm very present and I enjoy life. You know, I can go for a walk for two hours. And that's productive for me. Or just sit by the lake, just sit in the park, just like people watch and observe or go to the museums and just, you know. Uh, and to me, it's, you know, from the outside, it probably looks like very leisurely, but I'm also working at the same time. It's like this interesting dynamic. Um, and I'm always kind of on the go. Flexibility and agility, those are, are two of my highest priorities and values. Uh, so I came up with a list of hobbies. Let's see if... Uh... <laughs> I don't know if some of these are hobbies. I looked at a list of hobbies, and I already do a lot of them. Let's see. 
All right. Potential hobbies. I feel like... So I had this conversation with these young ladies and basically what all they want out of men is like empathy, communication, and have something you're interested in, like hobbies and stuff. And I first heard this, I was like, that's so easy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all you're really looking for? What? <laughs> and then when I started to like really evaluate <laughs> myself and be more objective, I'm pretty bad at communication. And apparently hobbies, apparently I need to uh, shut my mind off sometimes. But like all my hobbies are like my work and play. Like my work is play and my play is work. And there's not really this like separation. And some people would find that, um, I don't know, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy life. I enjoy, I enjoy it all. Um, I think for me though, like taking a break But we'll get into this in a second. But like, okay, here are the potential hobbies. Geography and maps. <laughs> when I'm thinking of hobbies, I don't, want, I, don't, I don't want it to be on a screen. And I don't uh, want it to necessarily be active. Because I'm already active. Something like, I don't know, like a puzzle. But then again, I don't want clutter. I don't want clutter. So that eliminates a lot of stuff. Okay, geography and maps. I'm really into maps and geography. I, I, I love looking at like maps of the world and it's helped me uh, have conversations with other people, just understanding the basic topographies of countries and what their kind of uh, climates are like and their, you know, vegetation and, or their fauna, or flora, fauna, and... Um, you know, where they are compared to, you know, longitude, latitude, all those things help me. It's all information helps me better understand culture because culture oftentimes is a product of just like your environment, right? You know, like if you look at ancient cultures, the reason we have the ancient uh, or we're more aware of ancient cultures because they were written in stone as as to a material like wood that decays, right? We don't know as much about, you know, like woodland Native Americans and their culture uh, prior to, you know, European interaction because a lot of the stuff just, you know, deteriorates. Anyways, so geography and maps. But I, it starts bleeding into work in a way. I'm always ideating. Okay, cooking. You got to eat every day, right? So get more interested in cooking. I cook the same thing every, every day for breakfast. And I love it. I look forward to breakfast every single day. Uh, so it's oatmeal with blueberries and uh, eggs. Two full eggs and then one uh, egg white. Put some salt and some spices. Uh, if I'm feeling fancy, drink orange juice or eat an orange. On the weekend, sometimes I'll make an omelet with some vegetables along with the oatmeal. Um, then it's usually like chicken or ground beef, brown rice, 
And then I'm getting tired of eating salads. So exhausting. So I put it in a blender and just like drink it. <laughs> once you like just, I just stuff it with spinach. And then once you like drink some of it and your body's just like, whoa. <laughs> okay. So cooking, I can be more versatile in my, uh, my food. It does, it can get boring sometimes, but all right. Chess, martial arts, uh, learning Spanish. See, learning Spanish, though, it seems more cognitive. It seems kind of tiring. I want something to do where I can just, like, just do it. Dance, it's a little bit active. Same thing with martial arts a little bit. Piano and guitar. That's going to bleed into, like, more creativity. So I don't, I don't know. Those are some potential hobbies. But um, another thing that comes up, is uh, being a lone wolf. Uh, A number of people have mentioned that to me. So I Googled it. All right, ready for... So these are traits of a... Lone wolf personality. Self-starter. I think most of these are right on except for this next one. A rebel without a cause. I do have a cause. And that's what I've been working on. Okay. Long-term vision, right? Having no interest in being the life of the party. That's pretty accurate. Like when I'm in a group, I could care less about having all the attention I like doing the observing (laughs) because there's always like I'm always in between I figure out what the environment needs what the group needs and then I provide that so if you need me to be more entertaining I can be that if uh, someone all is is like someone else offers that like I'll take a step back like I can I can be very uh what do you say? Like amorphous or something like that? Amphibious? Not afraid to say no. Yeah, for sure. A loner. <laughs> A little introverted. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Uh, don't need constant validation from other people. For sure. Have a very fixed moral code. Yeah, I've developed my own kind of uh, uh, philosophy and rules to live by. Let's go back to the loner one, though. Yeah, I think that's something... uh, Like, I've spent the last four years just, like, getting better every day, doing certain things. And... um, It is to the point where... It's hard, it's hard for people to understand um, where I'm coming from or, or what I want to do. And it's, it's sometimes frustrating. So I think I'm interested in meeting more people that are going in the same direction that I am. But here's, here's a, a conundrum 
I'm experiencing. It's like, so say I am a lone wolf and I just like, I do my thing. I live my life uh, with excellence. And, uh, but I'm hitting this like plateau, this ceiling of how much I can get done by myself. So I need to work with other people. But instead of joining a pack, I'd rather create one. Create one with people that are that share my values and we work together and we're just like incredible, right? Uh Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, the loneliness, loneliness kills. So it's like it's hard to especially going through an experience like this, right? I have no one to really talk to. Except except the video and whoever watches this. And uh it is like a pretty uh lonely feeling when you when you do say you work all day then you're at home and you want to relax and there's like or you're doing all these things and you're so excited you just want to like share like guess what i was doing guess guess who you know guess what's going on in my life right now and you like turn to share it with somebody and there's no one there it's it's not a good feeling and uh So the lone wolf thing, it, uh, it's good in ways and it's bad in ways. So that's kind of been on my mind is like now I have to, have to figure out how to work more with other people on things. I, To do the things that I intend to do. And to realize the vision that I have, it's going to require a lot of other people. And... For someone who works a lot to, you know, by themselves, that can be uh, an interesting experience. I think part of it is like, you know, I remember uh, well, well, I think that's why I gravitate towards certain people that I do. It's like you don't have to explain it, you know? You don't have to apologize for working on your passion all day, every day. You know, it's like who you are. It's this is what I do. And then people wanting to change that or saying you shouldn't do that and you need this or that. I'm not necessarily talking about balance. It's like, you're telling me I should do what I love less? And then it's like, so who's telling me this? Do they have something like this? Have they found something 
that they love doing and something they've discovered something within themselves to uh do that or or you're supposed to just do what everybody else does like i don't want i have no interest in that Where were we, though? (laughs) Uh, Some interesting things are happening in life, and I'm really excited for them. We've been moving very quickly. Life life is going to be pretty different coming up. And it's thrilling. It's thrilling to... Um, having felt and like admittedly and like write about it, record about it, like privately how just like bored. I was so bored. (laughs) Cause you get really good and you're like, what? (sighs) You know, but then I'm very grateful that I have channels to disperse um, initially anger, but now like motivation. Um, I think a lot about energy dispensation and getting really good about like applying where to apply energy and when and anticipating how much energy something's going to require and just like, uh, that type of stuff. I'm excited for uh, Vegas and Arizona. I've never been to Vegas, so I'm going out there a little earlier um, to check it out. I'm excited for the people watching. I don't really gamble, um, but just to experience it would be interesting. Um, I haven't spent much time in the desert so that's something new. Spent time in other terrains. Desert will be interesting. Nothing like going to uh, a desert <laughs> in Arizona uh, late July. <laughs> but I think where I'm at now Compared to two weeks ago, three weeks ago, it's quite um, quite advanced or quite um, I don't know the word. Now, I'm I'm finding it's like after processing it. It's a lot about organizing, organizing ideas, idea organization. I think success often comes down to how well one is organized.
really grateful for my life, where it's at, where it's going. The journey, some would say. This is clearly a new chapter. And so, like, starting off, it's interesting to... Um, reflect and process how it's starting and what directions we're taking and steps we're walking and it's interesting and uh, I have to work on a lot of things uh personally and professionally that's what life is it's always like getting better um i have found more and more it's like uh arrogant people and people with bad work ethic (laughs) those are the types of people i don't get along with or I just like ignore. I've gotten really good at uh, observing people, language, behavior, habits. But yeah, I think the biggest thing I think I'm I'm often I I can come across as a little intense to some people. That's something I've been thinking about. Like when COVID happened, I knew exactly from the get-go before it happened, like before shutdown, whatever. There was probably no one as excited as I was. You could see what was happening or I could see what was happening and just like having a perspective with history in mind. It's like this stuff happens throughout human history. Did people not think it could happen again, right? So it's like, use this time however you need it. But I do feel like I went like one direction. One direction. 100%. And I still am like in that direction, but I'm also kind of being limited by it. Because certainly, like, I can't expect others to do the same things I do at the same level of consistency I do. And um, definitely not project that onto other people. I think sometimes I could relax a little bit more. I think there are times with women where women are like taken aback by, by 
my intensity. I just, I don't understand this, right? If you have one life to live, and especially if you live in a place like the United States, where you have the freedom to pursue whatever you want to do, like, why wouldn't you work hard at it? Why wouldn't you want to make the most of your life? And then when, when you do, why are other people like trying to convince you not to do that or that you shouldn't feel that way or you, sh- you, you don't have to do that as much or I don't understand that. Is it a reflection? Are they projecting their guilt that they don't do that onto other people? I don't know. I, I love what I'm doing in life and There's just all these excuses all the time. Very like vague, general excuses. That's why we gotta create our own pack. And run with wolves. <laughs> Okay, this is, this is what I have always felt. This is how I kind of became a lone wolf, I think. If one is going to apply that label. Just get your work done and then play. This was like a concept. Like, I have a lot of fun. I'm fun to be around too. And it's like, we just got to get our work done first. And then play. And for a lot of people, I think that's like a hard thing or like you try to get people to do stuff and to understand that like we can play as much as we want. We just have to do certain things beforehand. And then just kind of like seeing that and just like not not meeting the like the expectations that we kind of like collectively agreed upon is disheartening so it's like i'm going to go do my own thing i'm going to i'm going to do my thing but like we've discussed it's it's more about now finding people that share and deliver on those things. But still encouraging others to to live a life that is true to them and and their dreams. The air is so fresh (laughs) on the farm. 
the air is so different in Chicago and here on the farm in Wisconsin. Oh, man. It's so, like, earthy. <laughs> and, like, working in the fields, when I'm out in the fields in the spring helping out, you know, you just, like, you're out just in the open field and so you, you step outside the cab for a second when it's parked and, uh, Oh, the dirt <laughs> and the grass and the vegetation and the trees and the it's really cool it's relaxing um this is my uh safe place so phil jackson legendary basketball coach greatest basketball coach of all time potentially coach of all time A lot of my philosophy is rooted in what he taught the Chicago Bulls in the 90s and the Los Angeles Lakers, with their title runs. And he uh, would have his players visualize a safe place in their life and practice like closing their eyes and going to that safe place where it brings them calmness and um, comfort or joy. And sometimes during timeouts in games when it, you know, be so frenetic and so much noise and, and the pressure is so high, just call timeout. And instead of going over plays, let's, let's all go to our safe place. and come out more calm and focused and unafraid so this is this is my place I'm really curious about life now because it seems um limitless even more so like really understanding that I'm excited it's like I have so much adrenaline like every single day uh that it's like it's intense and everything you do everything I do every day is like meaningful and with intention and purpose fantastic when you're disappointed you have to go to sleep at night you'd rather just start the next morning you want it to be the next morning already and you're like ah, I gotta go to sleep I don't have AC so it's, it's been I haven't been getting good sleep but my adrenaline just like carries me the next day and the next day, <laughs> next day. maybe it's good that we have a trip coming up tranquilo Ricardo Tranquilo, Ricardo. <laughs> Slow down. Look around. 
Life is beautiful. You don't want to miss it. On that note, let's end therapy session three. <laughs>